Teachers hate it when children won't pay attention to their lessons. And we hate it when we're at the end of Vinland Saga, because it's going to be missed. And we're going to talk about the last 12 episodes of Season 1 this week on Shonen and Suds. It is time to see Season 1 off to Valhalla. How the hell are you, bud? Oh man, Chris, I am good. I'm glad to be back. Glad to... And, you know, we got we got good anime to talk about again. <laughs> it's, it's Man, you're spoiling me here. Yeah, you're we, spoiling me. Two weeks in a row? Two weeks in a row. We, we've got good stuff. They stuck they stuck the landing, you know? Um, they did. They really, really did. And I was worried because the first couple episodes got off to a little slow build. It was They were definitely going up the hill of the roller coaster here. And then it just... <laughs> yeah, and we wanted to go around for another. Yeah, and I don't even know if it was a, even a slow build. I thought the show was pretty good almost all the way through. There was the only mm-hmm. one moment where I was bored. I think it was like around episode like 10 and 11. But it was just setting up like kind of like the political stuff and like yep. going more into depth. Like these are the Danes, these are the English. like mm-hmm. Which maybe, I, yep. maybe, I, maybe my eyes just kind of glazed over and I was just like fight, no, fight, fight, fight the entire time. <laughs> Well, also, too, like, episodes 10 through, like, 14, maybe even going into 15, all all kind of blend together. It is just, like you said, a lot more of that political intrigue setting up for, like, the face-offs. We've got Ascalad running from fucking Thorkin's, uh, Thor, yeah, Thorkill, Thorkill, <laughs> Thorkin, man, the fucking <laughs> Thorkill, so that which sets up basically the final act, which we'll get into all that, Cody. But, of course, we are back once again for Shonen and Suds. I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I am Cody Snodgrass. And as we said at the top of this, we are talking about Vinland Saga episodes 13 through 24. So spoilers ahead. We're sending this show off and we can say with positivity that, Cody, we like this thing from start to finish. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, intro to outro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, even the outro. Even the outros were good. Even like Japanese Fiona Apple or whoever it was. (laughs) And then even like the second like outro was really good, too. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I only heard like five seconds of it before Netflix just shot me to the next episode. But <laughs> from what I heard, it sounded fine. I don't need my outro to, you know, like just be an absolute smash hit, um, unless it's yeah, Helsing. But I need my intro <laughs> to get me hyped. <laughs> yeah, unless it's Helsing, I don't need my my outro to be. Uh, Damn right. Damn an, right. <laughs> absolute hit. Um, but yeah, both intros are real good. Uh, first intro definitely. If it's not top three, it's top five all time. Um, oh, dude, absolutely. And I, I told you, I was saying, I was going on, uh, just somehow YouTube now keeps showing me the music video. They're like, you know, we, we've heard you. We've heard that you like this. So you need to just go ahead and watch the music video, which, of course, I did because I'm a, I'm a sucker for anything that YouTube recommends to me. They'll recommend me anything, Cody. I'll get, I'll get like the old man cowboy cooking outside like in an iron skillet. I'll get stuff, I'll get stuff with that guy. I'll get my crawdad man who fucking makes the big pots of jambalaya. Then I'll get the fucking music video for the Vinland Saga opening. It's, it's really just a nice blend of everything, you know. <laughs> YouTube gets me. YouTube they really, know I'm all over the place. YouTube really is a, a special place. Um. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, but man. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I I am just thrilled. Like Vinland Saga was super solid. Um, definitely a, yeah. me top ten on my ranking. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, same, same. It may even be a top five for me. Wink, wink. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, but before we jump into Vinland Saga, uh, we do have a little bit of news. Um, this past, yeah. I guess, was this past weekend that My Hero premiered the first episode? Yeah, it was on the first. It was actually the first of the month, and I didn't even realize it until I was like just scrolling and I saw an ad for it. Hey, My Hero Season 6 premiering on Crunchyroll on October 1st. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'll wait because I'm, I'm going to start watching it once I get a couple more episodes because that's what I did with the last season because I tried watching My Hero is Guilty is just every other shonen of having a lot of filler. And last season, I the the student, the class 1A and 1B battle kind of drug on a little bit. So I watched it week to week for like the first couple episodes. And I was like, I can't do this for 30 minutes. I need to just watch this whole goddamn thing once. And be able to move on to the next thing. So I said all that to say this, Cody, when I get to a start, when they, they, when they hit a certain threshold in the episodes, that's when I'm going to start watching it and then wait till the rest of it's done and start watching it. Then by then it'll be out in English. So then we all win. That's right. that's right. Yeah. I, I feel like if they're following the same, uh, sort of like beat that they follow with my hero seasons, this first one's just mm-hmm. going to be a refresher on who's who. That's usually yep, the old recap. Yeah. The old, like, Oh, Here's the big three, and we gotta rescue them from this, and we're gonna mm-hmm. explain every single character's powers. <laughs> um, which That's it, right. which, and which I hit do, me with a Mister Smiley. Yeah, which I <laughs> I do appreciate them doing that because it's not something they have to do, um, but it's something that an- other animes could definitely use. Um, <laughs> we're looking at you, Dota. Yeah, we're, we are looking at you <laughs> very closely, Dota. <laughs> Fucking firmly. Nobody knows what the hell's happening there. Um, yeah, so My Hero premiered. Uh, obviously, coming up next week, we have uh, Bleach Thousand Year Blood War is premiering on, mm-hmm. on Hulu and Disney Plus, which is yeah, it's odd. That's odd. Interesting. Um, okay. I, I I don't know if Disney's. I don't think Disney's actually gonna like um like tone down the violence or anything. I saw some people kind of worried about that. Um, Knox, they still have like Deadpool and all that other stuff on there too. Like, I, Disney Plus is just the hub. Like, they they know they it's it is their money maker right now. Like, they don't they they're not gonna censor shit yeah. if it doesn't need to be censored. I just saw some they some, have parental controls. Yeah, I just saw some talking about it on like Facebook and stuff, and I was like, I don't think there's gonna be any. I don't think there's gonna yeah. be any issues. Not that Bleach is like crazy violent. I mean, there's sword fights, but it's not like. It's not Vinland yeah. Saga. We're not lobbing King's no. head off or anything. Right. We're not cutting people right down the fucking middle with your wooden-ass axe. Well, yeah, but uh, not only is Bleach premiering next week, we also have the premiere of Chainsaw Man. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. The, most, the next most anticipated show um, by a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say since Spy X Family, which obviously we have, or Spy Family, Mm-hmm. How dare I pronounce the X in an anime name? How, how dare you? No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's obviously very anticipated. Um, I haven't. Mm-hmm. All I know is there's a guy with chainsaws on his face and his hand, and yeah, it, it looks over the top. And I, I'm sure we'll be de- we'll definitely be diving into that soon. Um, it's going to be the anime equivalent of Edward Scissorhands, and I can't wait. <laughs> it's probably yeah, it's probably going to be a lot like that. Honestly, um, I need it. I need it in my life. Yeah, outside of that, I don't really know if there's too much other anime news. Um, I mean, this is an anime, but it premiered today. I know sometimes we sneak video game stuff in here. The uh, the Mario movie trailer dropped today in a Nintendo Direct, which was... It looks good. 
Dodi, it looks just like you're watching a cutscene from insert current generation Mario game here. So it looks good. There's definitely, uh, they've put care into the movie. The voice acting sounds great. Um, I think Chris Pratt sounds fine. It's that was the biggest, that was the biggest asterisk for everybody with this movie. He just sounds like Brooklyn ass Mario. Um, and it looks good. Like the movie looks good. And I cannot wait to be just fucking drunk as a fish and at cruising altitude above the clouds, watching this movie in a theater. I'm going to be just, I'm going to be a shell of myself watching this movie. I can't wait. Yeah, the movie has $5 Tuesday written all over it, so I'll definitely oh, be there. Oh, baby, it sure does. <laughs> it has go to a theater that serves like pitchers of beer and chicken wings. I'm, I'm going to give this the Dragon Ball Super treatment, but hopefully it doesn't give me the Dragon Ball <laughs> Super treatment and the fucking theater doesn't, power doesn't go out. Yeah, you don't you don't want that. You know, you, you'll still treat it nice. You'll still get a couple extra draft beers before you roll in there. But that, that's right. They're right. Want, you don't want feeling great. Yeah, you don't want the you don't want to spend your entire day in inside the theater. Um, no, no, that was a chore. It was worth it, but it was a chore. Right, right. Yeah. Um. Definitely another. I mean, I mean, it it should be. I'm not. I'll go into it not expecting anything and then you know it looks like a kids movie that's just the best way it looks like a kids movie like a like a pixar kids movie so there's going to be adult humor there's going to be a lot like the trailer's hilarious the trailer is absolutely hilarious and i am definitely here for it yeah like i up with the trailer because i was not expecting i should have expected it but i was not expecting the the angle the trailer definitely gives you the tone of the movie and it's awesome yeah, I'll definitely have to check out the trailer after we get done here. Um, you should; it's worth it, and I recommend everybody out there. Even if you don't like, well, if you don't like Mario, then then fuck you, first of all. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> that's right. If you don't like video game movies, I completely understand. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You still gotta enjoy the video game. Damn it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's why. That's why the the movies typically aren't that good. Um, which also, too, Cody. Speaking of which, um, off on a quick tangent, um. The the they've they've shown the trailer. Uh, was, I can't remember if it was the trailer or like no, it was the trailer for the the Last of Us show that's going to be on HBO Max oh with uh, um, Pedro Pascal. Chris, that show looks incredible. I it, can't wait. It literally I looks incredible. Wait, doesn't it? Doesn't it look great? Yeah, it actually looks fantastic. Like I I, I was yeah. like, God damn! And then even when I watched uh, the new episode of House of the Dragon, they showed that as the preview, mm-hmm. which usually I just skip yeah. it because usually it's just some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't care, but that I was like, oh, I can watch this again. I can, I can definitely watch this yeah. again. Um, yeah. I can't wait. Though I know we're not, we're never going to get a season two. We're just going to get season one remastered and season one. You know what I mean? We're just right. going to get the upscale season one, so which is fine, which is absolutely fine. But no, the show looks great, and I am really, really excited about it. So yeah, I know that's not anime per se, but you know, I think dork media in general <laughs> is always great to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, but Chris, with all all this great stuff on the horizon, I am a little bit parched. I am thirsty. It's been a long day, and Cody, I know that I've got a beer in front of me, and I'm certain, I'm fairly certain you've got an adult beverage in front of you. So I need to know, and the people need to know what you're drinking. Oh, fuck! That's a good crap. Quality cracks. That was a damn good one. All right, Chris. So I was mm-hmm. I was a little indecisive when I got off work. Uh, mm-hmm. about what I was going to have for the podcast. So I, I rolled over to the liquor mm-hmm. store, uh, the hot oh, spot, 
as it were. Correct. Um, and, you know, I checked out the seltzer section. There wasn't any, you know, no new flannel flavor of the month, Bud Light, whatever. Um, so I was like, all right, well, nothing there. I'm like, ah, I'll just go with a margarita. It's been, you know, we got the fall fake out because now it's summer again out of nowhere. Um, but then I, I walked over to the tall boy section, Chris, and I found what we were talking about just a few weeks ago. We mentioned, oh, yeah? we mentioned if Mountain Dew would do the Baja Blast in a tall boy. Holy shit. We could just go straight to it. And I have a hard soda Mountain Dew Baja Blast in a tall boy. It is fantastic. Oh, my God. Now we, don't, I'm jealous. now we don't have to pay, you know, $20 for that bullshit party pack. We can just get we can just get the nectar of the gods in a tall boy. That's candy. right. Um, That's right. Just cut out the middleman. That's so fucking awesome. Yeah, and they had all four I'm, flavors. I'm jealous. In tall boys, yeah, in tall boy form. They know who their fucking audience is. They, they, <laughs> Cody. I think they, they, they listen to the people. It's like it's like how they put every flavor of Mountain Dew in a twenty ounce. They knew that they would want that these should have the same respect put on their name, and I'm I'm impressed. I am beyond impressed. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and you know, hopefully. Hopefully that means sales are well. Hopefully we'll get more flavor. Maybe we'll get Mountain Dew Voltage in the fucking Code oh Red. Oh my give us it all. god, dude. Code, uh, Code Red with fucking booze in it. Just fucking, that is lights out for me. Like, forget <laughs> about it. Just fucking stick a fork in me, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Nine weeks in a row of, oh, well, I'm enjoying another Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> That's right. It, 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 it would be worth it. Um. Week ninety three of adult hard Mountain Dew Code Red. Yeah, and this Bob Blast is fantastic. Uh, obviously, oh, I believe uh, it. Five percent alcohol. We have. Mm-hmm. Let me see. A uh, hundred calories. Oh my God! We're in, in that whole can, Cody. That's amazing. <laughs> the whole can. Five percent alcohol, zero sugar, hundred calories. It's if beautiful. the pool still open. Beauty. We're going. <laughs> oh, well, we're starting to warm back up now that the uh, now that that hurricane front has uh, come through. And obviously, anybody in Florida, I hope everybody made it through. We know we said that last week. Um, we just had we just got residuals up here in Richmond, so it was really all just rain and wind. And now the sun's coming out, and the temperature's going up about thirty degrees again. So now it's shooting back up into the high seventies and eighties compared to what it was. So yeah, for, for it's me, it, the pools are still open. Yeah, for me it was. Like cold a little bit, and then it became eighty something today, and now it's like seventy seven and sunny. But tomorrow uh-huh. it's going to be like f- the high of fifty eight. So I I, I don't yeah. actually understand the world anymore. Um, no, I don't either. It, it, it's it's the it's the fall fake out. They get you the first time. It's like Oktoberfest. They're like, all right, we're going to get cold for a minute here. Um, uh-huh. Throw a couple hurricanes at Florida, and then you know. Now we're back. <laughs> and we're back. back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm having I'm having the Baja Blast, Chris. What about you? What are you drinking today? Well, Cody, I don't have a crack, but I've got another Irish stout. I'm basically drinking the other Irish stout, the Pepsi to Guinness's Coke. I am drinking a Murphy's Irish stout. Um, it's the same goddamn thing. And I know... That'll be sacrilege. That's like saying Jameson's and Bushmills is the same thing when it isn't. I don't do Protestant whiskey here in this house. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's the same goddamn thing. It's all just bog water and chocolate syrup over here, and it's delicious. And I've I'm about on my third one already, and we haven't even started the cast. 
Love that, love that, yeah. Um, I told you it's been a long day. Oh, that's... <laughs> trust me, Chris, I, I I went straight from the factory to the liquor store. Like there. Oh, man, classic. <laughs> Didn't even stop at the red lights. I just blew right through them. Didn't, <laughs> that's right, blue collar all the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I guess now we can kind of shift gears and uh, focus our attention on these last 12 episodes of Vinland Saga. Yeah, man, absolutely. And we we're, we kind of pick right. I mean, obviously, this isn't like a season break. I mean, though, you would are you could argue that it was based on the new intro we get uh, starting at this at episode 13 and then going into, you know, a new outro, which is always which which was long overdue because the um the I got a, some damn fruit fly floating around like the the intro was very outdated by about episode six. So. And this one, Cody, I don't know if you noticed this. There are some scenes directly from the intro that are like frame for frame in the actual, like in the episodes. Like when Bjorn just fucking rams that dude through a log, like grabs, yokes him up by the nap of his shit and throws him into a log. That's actually in one of the episodes. Uh, when Thorkill and Thor- Thorfinn are fighting, like that scene in the intro is like frame for frame happening in the episode, which. Maybe a little lazy, but whatever. The show is so fucking good that I didn't care. I'm glad they gave us some of these scenes. But yeah, actually, with that being said, actually, not to not to interrupt, but I actually I kind of uh-huh. enjoy that, like that it's the actual things happening because I've seen some shows, yeah. some anime, do like like you see some fantastical shit of like all of the main characters fighting like one big bad and they're all doing like their kamehameha moves and I'm like this never happens and, and so yeah. It, while it may be a little bit lazy, at least it's a little more like grounded. Like it's actually, like, uh-huh. you're actually getting to see that at some point in the show. Whereas, you know, all of the Naruto characters doing their special attack on one bad guy doesn't actually happen. Um, and that's just, I'm just using that as an example. But yep. yeah, intro absolute yep. bop. The song, animation, oh, with studio just. Yep. Mm. And yeah, this this whole show on fire from start to finish, anime wise, like just animation wise. It's uh, if I didn't say it last week and subsequent weeks leading up to this, this show is a much it's a must watch in my opinion. Um, it looks good, it sounds good, the voice acting is fantastic, all the way up to the very end. Even um, even the Wit Studio intro with the motorcycles, I'm like, oh, awesome. oh dude, it's great, <laughs> it's great. It gets you hype. Like it's it's, it's kind of like a nice little culture shock where you're like, all right, here's modern motorcycles. Oh, we're on a fucking boat in the middle of the ocean in the year <laughs> 2014. So I love the 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 stark contrast in their intro anim in their anime intro versus like the actual show that they made, which is always kind of fun. But Cody. We dive right in because one of the big the big things we get in these last thirteen episodes is we get a lot of Askeladd's past. So when episode thirteen first starts, we actually get um, a child basically carrying a woman on his back onto, and they end up on the uh, right basically in, on the shore of Wales, which we find out is pretty much Wales later on. But I don't want to I don't want to kind of mince my words there. Um, and it just kind of flag from that. It just kind of flashes to present day where Floki's talking to Keen Swain and victory is pretty imminent is what it's sounding like for Denmark, which word of that gets to Thorkill here in the next episode. I mean, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit because again, we're still the main thing happening here. Cody is 
Ascalad has Prince Canute, and they are hauling ass away from Thorkill and his men. They're all basically trying to get Canute back to King Swain. Um, and at Thor Thorkill is in hot pursuit of Ascalad uh, and his group and Prince Canute. Um, so basically, victory is imminent for the forces of, uh, of Denmark. They, they just crushed Floki, just letting King Swain know that they have basically just crushed a, crushed a resistance uh, in Wessex and they are just ready to, conquering is imminent. Um, and basically that's when he brings, uh, uh, Floki brings King Swain up to speed on basically what's been going on with Canute and Thorkill. Um, and then we cut back to Ascalad and his men, and they're they're met with an ambush uh, here, Cody, on the road by our, our old. Uh, I hate this guy's fucking haircut, dude. He's got the old pumpkin pie Prince Valiant haircut, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But they're they're ready to ambush. They are they're ready to go ahead and pretty much take Canute off their hands. And but Ascalad, you know, being the clever manipulator that he is in their own language, mind you, is able to speak with these folks. And um, yeah, basically, I'll, they're able... No, go ahead. I, I will say that might be like my one of my only gripes about the show. Is mm -hmm. like, whether like, he can speak our language, I'm like, everybody's speaking English. What are we talking about? Exactly. Like, we could have exactly. We could have had them, like, speak... Uh, trying to think of even what they would speak. But you know, like what whatever the language is, like I think we could have had a couple voice actors do that language because there are some like moments, and I don't know how it is uh, uh -huh. if you watch like the subtitled version. Um, uh -huh. I don't know if maybe they're speaking English there, while uh -huh. Ascalad and them are regularly speaking, you know, Japanese. Um, but I think we could have used just a little bit of a language change there, uh, just to. Yeah, and I'd have been fine with that, right? Like I'd have been fine with something. And those, I mean, maybe that's more expensive to get somebody to start speaking a different language. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. But I would be, I would definitely be okay with it. Like when Bjorn, at one mm -hmm. point, like when he goes into like the citizen's house and he's, I can't remember what he says. Oh, he's like, give me all your food. <laughs> yeah. He's like, how do, how do, how am I supposed to say it? And then he just speaks like worse English from what he was just speaking. I'm just like, what? huh? <laughs> um, exactly. No, please continue. Yeah, they walk into this ambush, um, but like yep. you said, like you said, Ascalad, uh, he is he talks his way out of it, and he is he. Yeah, we really get to see like dude mm. can dude should be a salesman, honestly. Like <laughs> this yep. guy can convince anybody of anything. Um, yeah, yeah, and then um, so then, uh, but basically, what happens is they they try to turn to Prince Canute here to say something, you know, try to try to inspire these men. And he just cowers like a little bitch behind Ragnar. But this is where uh, we actually get a little moment here where Thor uh, Thorfinn kind of gets under his skin. And well, he does. Well, we have a really great moment with Canute here as they as they, you know, they they, they avoid this ambush. They're, they're going there. They're continuing on their journey. I believe they're heading towards uh, towards um, towards Gainsborough, I believe is where they're headed. Yeah, it is towards Gainsborough, yeah. and I believe yeah, they're, they're crossing through like enemy territory. Yes, yes. So, but yeah, yeah, like like you mentioned, we get some pretty great banter between uh, Orphan and Canute, like on the way. Yep, and I love that that Canute kind of has this moment where he's like, you know, because he doesn't speak really at all up until this point, and he's like, the reason I I can't speak is 
when I open my mouth, there's it has it has deep ramifications, political ramifications. I just can't like all of you can just talk and say whatever the fuck you want. I can't do that. So that's why. He, and then like he just kind of starts going on this tirade and he just starts yelling at fucking Thorfinn to Ragnar. He's like, how dare he talk to me? Like, you know what I mean? Like he's, he starts really to like nut up here. And even all the men are like, oh shit, he can talk. So it was really cool to kind of see, kind of see Canute open up a little bit. Cause what we see in this back half is really him. Like his, his balls drop really in this back half here, Cody. And, uh, he kind of becomes the ruler he's meant to be throughout the course of this last 12 episodes, but we'll dive more into that as we get further along. So, you know, next episode, Cody, we are, um, we are, we meet this little family that's living in like, basically there, there's this, um, this small, um, village in, um, like Mauricio, Mercia. It looks like America. <laughs> yeah. America. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was America the first time I saw uh, it. Um, it, it is Mercia. Yeah. <laughs> Mercia, and they're in the the dead of winter, and we're kind of introduced to this family that's you know this girl who's got this little ring, and she's hiding it in the tree, and this just devout Christian family that's like, well, if you do bad things, people are going to go to hell, and you know, all these stories. Well, bad things do start to happen, Cody, because our um, well, I, I did skip over something there, Cody. We we've we've gotten a lot of banter out of our drunk ass priest here. In the oh, in this God. first episode, he, I, this dude lives for the boozing. I almost forgot about him <laughs> until you just brought him back up. Damn it! Oh <laughs> because, man. Well, here in a little bit, we'll get to his just bullshit that he spews. Um, oh my God, dude! He just—he is just a fucking lush. The worst part about him is it's fucking Okabe from Steins Gate. That's the worst part. Mm-hmm. If it was any other voice actor, I'd be like, okay, just a drunk priest, just ignore him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's Okabe, and I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> like, no, I hate him. Uh-huh. He's such a good voice actor, though. But mm-hmm. and uh, and so he, he he's just being his normal drunk mouthy self. And when they get to this village, he starts yelling, trying to tell the people in the village to like. I mean, he's just yelling at the top of his lungs, telling people to escape, flee. Because Cody, we know what's getting ready to happen. There's only one outcome when a gaggle of Vikings. And mercenaries come rolling through a village. There's only one thing that's going to happen. We're gonna, we're going to pillage. We're going to eat all your food. We're gonna we're gonna rape all your women, and we're just going to kill everybody else. So that's the only logical outcome here. And Cody, sure as God's got sure as their Christian gods got sandals, that is exactly what happens. They like we said before. Uh, Bjorn and a couple other men go into this family's home. Well, the daughter who, of course, went outside while this was happening because she, you kind of get a little backstory of this ring she's hiding in a tree. She actually stole it from the marketplace. And she, you know, because of the stuff her parents were saying at dinner, she's like, am I a bad person? Am I going to go to hell because I stole this ring? I, uh, I gave in to temptation. Oh, molasses, you know, she's just going crazy. But that, that's when Bjorn and the other two men come in there and basically uh, they want all their food. And from there, they basically take their food. They say they hate it, but they, they take it all. Then they gather all the people in this village out into the middle of the square and Cody, they proceed to fucking execute them. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. just get them the, all. The a... father's trying to reason with Askeladd. He's like, please, you know, just take half the food. Leave us with something to get us through the winter. You know, we have children, you know, like, really pleading with Askeladd. And Askeladd's like, don't worry. We'll make sure you never have to worry about another winter again. I'm like, oh, no. Nobody says that unless they're <laughs> literally about to kill him. And just with extreme prejudice they just like so pretty much everybody in that village ends up dead except for the girl who at this point was hiding um from what was going on here yeah she's she's the only one that makes it out of this uh scene for now yeah uh, yeah pretty brutal scene like they just gather them up in a circle all the men stand around them and just chop this Pack them pieces. Up. yeah yeah and then and, and like the locusts they are they just go ahead and on back all along with their um with their journey um but we we kind of again we kind of get another little scene with the girl where she's just like she kind of faints staring up into the you know up into the sky like the moon um and then she wakes up and it's the next morning and everybody's gone everybody's dead and she uh, inevitably ends up at uh is it, it does she end up at Gainsborough or does she no she ends up somewhere else I honestly don't really remember what happened. I'm trying to remember because we see her very briefly because they they mention that she, I think she ends up where Thorkill is because that's what lets them that's what lets Thorkill know. Yes, they end up at Thorkill's camp. Uh, that's where she ends up because basically at this point when we get back to Thorkill, Thorkill's just like whatever. Like the the war is over. Thorkill's like ah, it doesn't matter. So he's pretty like bummed about it because he just doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, because pretty much like when winter arrives, like that's yeah. Over, we've guys. learned <laughs> we've learned back in this age when winter like it brought every skirmish, every way, like, everything to an ass grinding halt. You just stopped living during the winter, Cody. <laughs> yeah, though, which is funny. Even in like modern wars, like when I say modern, I mean like World War Two. You would hear stories about like whether they were true or not about like soldiers on opposite sides, they'd be stuck in like a skirmish in the dead of winter. And they'd all just be like, Hey, can we just stop this shit for a little while and just like eat and chill and not worry about killing each other? Like when, the, when the sun comes up or when, you know, when, when it's warm again, then we'll resume the fighting. But for now let's fucking chill. So, I mean, I get it right. No, one, Cody, do you want to do anything when you're cold? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. All I want to do is eat and drink. That's all I want to do. Chris, when it snows here, I I just call off work. I don't even drive it, and I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't fuck need. This. I'm just gonna stay. Yeah, I'm just gonna stay it. That's a that's a day to play video games and watch Netflix. You know. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. No, most definitely. Um. So basically, that's when we find um she makes her way over to um to Thorkill's camp. Um, he realizes where there are, where uh, Askeladd and them are, and then basically this is where um, I want to say the pursuit begins again. Um, and uh, I'm trying to remember what happened because it got, gets a little muddled here. Because pretty soon we're about to get to a point where Askeladd's men are going to betray him. But before that, Cody, we actually have a moment here where where we we lose Ragnar. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Ragnar, we uh, Ragnar has been baby and Prince Canute for far too long. Yep, and yeah. while they're staying at this little camp uh, where they're encamped at, basically, you know, well, they're 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 chilling, they're gathering food. Thor uh, Thorfinn goes and gets him a rabbit. 
uh, Ragnar's got some vegetables. And he's like, well, let's fucking come on in, eat with the, me and the prince. And the fucking Canute makes like this rabbit stew. And you, you start getting a little bit more backstory on Canute, who actually likes doing normal shit. Like he loves the cook. He's like a pretty normal fucking guy, but he's like, you know, he's like one day I cooked and presented it to my father and he like just hated it. And he's like, he's like people of royalty shouldn't do like poor people shit. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't be stooping down to that level, but he, he's always been like, if I like something, I want to be able to do it. You know what I mean? Which I thought was really cool. Um, and I think uh, if I'm remembering correctly, Cody, this basically Ascalad said it, he, he, he needed Prince Canute like as part of his plan to like basically step up and be a man. And he realized that that's not going to happen with, with Ragnar around. So while they're fighting with the English, he actually plans, uh, basically an am uh, Asklad plans an ambush for Ragnar, which I mean, Ragnar kind of, he sees it. He see, he realizes it at the last second. Um, before he's run through from behind with the spear. Uh, but before he dies, he wants to talk to Ascalad, and he basically tells Ascalad that uh, that Canute's not really the one in line for the throne. His father actually wants him dead. It's his other son, who like Harold, I think, is who it was that he that Prince that King Swain is actually grooming for the throne. So Ragnar's actually been protecting him from basically from his father, also, and. Even Asclad's like, well, fuck that kind. Of, that kind of changes this whole thing. So if you because if he wants the king dead, like, you know, so basically it causes Asclad to kind of have to kind of have to pivot a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I would say I, I, I would say that. Um, but yeah, we have the the death of Conehead Man. <laughs> it's unfortunate because um, I, I think I, I hated to see him go, but I, it's so important for them to. Uh, yeah, like I, basically for them, yeah, Canute, for him to grow. Yeah, Canute would have never like gotten out of his like shell uh, had this yeah. not happened. No, absolutely. And uh, basically, um, I'm trying to remember what happens after that. Yeah, Ascalad has a murder. He tells he basically tells uh, Ascalad of basically King Swain's plan. Um, and as and of course, as they start as they break camp and they continue to head towards Gainsborough, um. Canute doesn't want to leave without Ragnar's body. He's like, we're, we're taking this with us, which nobody's really fucking happy about. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, but, we got fucking old boy Thorkill is hiding on the heat. Yeah, he is in a hot pursuit. He is, they, they're close. They can smell their bubble gum. They're that close. Um, but Cody, what's also happening here within, um, within Thorkill's rank, not Thorkill, within Ascalad's ranks, there's a uh, there's some tension a brewing. There's a, you smell that? That smells like mutiny to me, Cody. Yeah, the the guys are starting to wonder if Askeladd's luck has ran out because, like, you know, they they weren't expecting this heavy snow. They weren't expecting, mm -hmm. you know, like things aren't going. English, yeah, like as ambushes and English resist. Yeah, yeah, like Askeladd's like telling them it's smooth sailing and it's just ambush after snowstorm and that the the terrain is becoming more treacherous. Um, so, and, and of course they have a, they have fucking Thor kill behind them, which they're all fucking frightened of, by the way, like <laughs> Thor kill, yeah, which and we get to some funny stuff there when Thor kill finally does catch up with them. But Cody, what happens here is that they, they cross this bridge 
and basically Thorkill, they, they, you know, Askeladd's like, well, let, let's cut this bridge, and you know, that 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 should slow him down a little bit because his his man with the ears is like they're close, but I can't really tell because it's so noisy here. And of course, as he got uh, these two brothers, they, they that have been around, but they kind of they finally like gave them like characters and names and shit. They have to go chop this bridge down, and they're like, "Dude, this water's like fucking knee high. Ch- why are we chopping this bridge down? Like, that's not going to stop them." And then one of them is like, "You know, we could definitely take the prince, and we could just turn on." Like, they basically start sowing the seed of dissent with his brother, and. They're a little bit at odds about it, but Cody, it uh, <laughs> right as um, right as Thorkill catches up to Askeladd, we we have a full Cody, we've got a full blown mutiny on our hands. Yeah, we see like all of the other soldiers are like you can see them like whispering and like looking over their shoulders and like. Oh yes, and I, and, I mean, fortunately for our boy Askeladd, he is picked up on. Oh yeah, he's not stupid. Of all the things, as Askeladd actually ended up before this show, this show was over. Cody ended up being one of my favorite characters because he he he's kind of a deep character, man. He's he's fucking smart. He's tougher than a fucking two dollar steak, and he I don't know that he he just he checks a lot of character boxes for me. And he the only people who are like still kind of on his side are like Bjorn and Thorfinn, and. To say that Thorfinn is on his side is very, very loose because Thorfinn doesn't want anybody else to kill Askeladd because that's his fucking life's work is to put this man out of his misery in a duel. Um, but um, so basically, they I want to say it's Bjorn, uh, Bjorn and Thorfinn. I can't remember if someone takes the prince or if they they run off with the prince or if they run off in pursuit of the prince. They, I can't remember. It's Bjorn. They take Bjorn, Bjorn takes the prince. Yeah, Bjorn, Thorfinn, and Canute basically ask Lad like get him out of here. Yep. Um, and we have like half of you know the army like is turning on Askeladd. Meanwhile, like Thorkill's just watching from afar. They're just chilling up on the mountain, like yeah. what's happening there? He's like it looks like an argument. <laughs> oh yeah. So like Askeladd's exactly. surrounded by like I don't know fifty, sixty, seventy guys, um, and the rest go after uh, Prince Canute. Um. Yep, and uh, and they well, and I, I want to say we see the Canute stuff first because what happens there is uh the men that are um that are pursuing them catch up with them and wreck the fucking wagon that they're in, and Cody, we see what happens with that. Yeah, our man, our man Bjorn coming out of the rubble. He's got a he's got a nice little magic mushroom there with him. Yeah, well, what are they? The berserker mushrooms? Is that what they are? Berserker mushroom and holy shit, Cody, he beats the absolute fuck out of these people. Yeah, just an absolutely fantastic scene. <laughs> oh my god, he beats the shit out of these people, but it takes a toll on him. He definitely gets. I mean, he's got knives and shit behind him. Like he is getting, uh, he is getting stabbed all to shit. And Cody, I don't remember if it's here or if it was a scene previously where our priest, uh, w- uh what's his name, Will, Will, Will Bjorn, Will Ball, Will Ball. That's the that's the priest. Yeah. Um, he starts spe- spewing this. Uh, after, well, after Bjorn has definitely laid waste to these people. Is I can't remember if it's here where the I think it's a little he bit. starts spewing the stuff about love. I think it's a little bit because he does it twice. Okay, because uh, Thorfinn basically goes back once he realizes that 
he, he needs to get back to Ascalad because he doesn't want to, he, he's, he's kind of worried that somebody's going to kill Ascalad before he gets to do it. So he grabs a horse, fucking hauls ass back to where they were fighting, leaving Bjorn here to basically, I mean, Bjorn didn't fucking need him in the first place. He just, just, just straight molly whopped all of these people on his own. Um, but I want to say here, even old fucking after after Bjorn takes everybody out, um, except for there. I mean, there's one guy which we don't realize has not been taken out yet. One of the two brothers, um, Willowball's just sitting there, fucking just sucking face on a barrel of wine, uh, and he's talking to he's talking to Canute about something, and he's like, he looks over and see, and uh, after there's nobody left, Bjorn's looking at Canute, and he just starts falling ass over there, and he, he's like, you should probably run. Glug, 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 glug. And this is where, like, dude, Canute just has his moment where he's just, like, fucking done. He, he just, he's kind of over it, and he's just unflappable at this point. Like, he is not scared of fucking Bjorn. In fact, he gives him a hug. He brings it in. Cody, he brings it in and calms him down. Bring it in. <laughs> he said, how about a hug? <laughs> how about <laughs> Brothers, don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. But yeah, dude, yeah, and gets, basically calms Bjorn down here. Yeah, he gets a little bit of a of like a voice, really. Um, yeah, most know, definitely. You know, Ragnar's gone. You know, eventually you got to step up. Yep, and I think what and while that's going on, Cody, we um basically Ascalad has um has basically started laying waste to most of his men, um until the, his other people, the archers, get their bows up, and he's just like, <sighs> like. <laughs> he tries but to cool. hit a dodge roll, but it doesn't quite he, work. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, so he gets bopped a little bit here. But one of the things uh, where I think will really set the men over the edge, I forgot to mention this, is while Thorkin, uh, Thorkill's up there on the mountain with his men, he just takes a fucking spear and chucks this bitch a mile <laughs> and impales like four of his fucking men. Yeah, just I think, and that's what set Astolad's men over the fucking edge. You're like, I'm done. Fuck this. How about fuck this? I'm done. Yeah, definitely an, another awesome just piece of animation from this show is that, that spear. Oh my god! Just harpooning well, like three or four dudes. Well, and I love like like Ascalab's. Uh, he's he's hurt. He's he's running on fumes. And I love that Thorkill is now him and his men have now joined the fray. And because their men have been fucking killing each other, and they're like beat. They're like they're like I I don't we're we're gonna join you. We don't want to fight. And Thor Thorkill's like uh uh-uh. uh. No, 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 no. That's we don't do that here. You better pick your weapon back up, and that's so I can show you, you know, lead you into Valhalla. And like they're dropping their weapons, and their men are like Thorkill's men are like picking them back up and putting them in their hands. Like you don't, you can't die without a weapon in your hand. Like you're dying here today. So here, die on your feet like a man. And uh, there's that scene where like one of the brothers. The the other one that didn't pursue uh, Bjorn, which by the way, that other brother is is the one who basically ran Bjorn through to like right there at the end. Um, which he also, I want to say, that's he also went back with with Canute at that point because Canute like told that guy to fucking stop too. But Bjorn Bjorn's down for the count. He's not dead. He's just down for the count from this last uh, stab to the gut from this guy. Um, but anywho. This the other brother is about shitting his pants 
because uh, he is standing face to face with Thorkill, and Thorkill's ready to rumble. He is ready to fight. And he he literally is like, "Pick up your axe. Here you go. Um, if you don't die on your feet." And basically, this guy has like a mental break and just becomes struck dumb. Um, and thankfully, because at this point, this is where Thorfinn shows up, and then. Thorfinn and Thorkill get to have this amazing duel here, Cody. This is this part is so fun. This fight is so good. Yeah, it's kind of like the fight we've kind of been building up for outside of, of course, yes, like the the Askeladd fight. Um, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and then that's actually what this duel is about. Basically, Thor, Thor, Thorfinn's like, no, like this is he is mine. Like you're going to fight me, and the winner of this duel is going to get him, get his head. Because Thor, Thor killed Thor, and because it's so funny, because like Thorfinn keeps having to say that, like, I, I he is not my leader. I am not one of his men. I just want him dead, and I'm going to be the one to kill him. And uh, him and Thorkill have a really awesome fight. And uh, Thorfinn actually wins the fight, but Thorkill's men step in and stop. And of course, which that just enrages Thorkill. Um, but also, too, I forgot to mention, uh, Askeladd does kind of, uh, he does help Thorfinn win. A little, little, uh, little sun on the sword in the eyes of Thorkill there. Yeah, yeah, he, he helps him out a little bit. Um, and, and we find out that uh, Thorkill's weak spot is like, I guess it's his chin, like the the side of his face. Like, yeah, dude, he's got a glass jaw, dude. <laughs> like, he's all fucking, he's all show and no go. Like, on a, he's got big muscles. But he is he is old fucking Glass Joe from Punch Out when you hit him in the face because um well and you also find out here too um because while they're fighting Thorkill is giving him some backstory about Thor's and you actually come to find out Thorkill is Thorfinn's great uncle because his brother was the chieftain that his the tribe that his mom is was a part of basically the the chieftain's daughter is Helga. Thorfinn's mom and Thorkill was her brother, and we get some fly, we get some some insight about that battle and how Thor's was like not even like a highborn or like a Viking, but he was just so fucking tough that he quickly rose through the ranks. And like even Thorkill's like I could never beat this guy; he was too strong. Um, and then it kind of brings it all together when um, they thought he was dead in the fight, and Thorkill was like, "No, I saw him, I saw him one more time after that." Um, and he even said that his biggest was uh, later in a later episode that his biggest regret was not going with him. Um, basically, Thor. Uh, we have this flashback scene where Thor's and Helga are basically leaving. They got their child. They're they're trying to run off and you know abandon this lifestyle. And old Thorkill is drunk as a fish on the roof, and he basically mistakes them for thieves because they're hooded with their little cloaks on. Um, and. Thorkill try basically is ready to kill him, but then of course he gets bested very quickly and realizes that it's Thor's. And Thor's just telling him, "It's like I'm done with this man. Like I can't go with you. This, this I'm done with this life." And that was uh, he's telling that to telling that to Thorfinn. And then the fighting continues. Then Askeladd uh, basically he uh, he he kicks fucking Thor's like to the fucking so high he sees the curvature of the earth, lands through some trees, breaks his arm. Um. And that's when um that's when Asclad's like I I can help you. And that's when he talks about the weak spot. And Asclad uses the uh the sun on his sword to basically blind uh Thorkill. And uh, Thorfinn gets a fucking just a good fucking blow like right to the chops. 
and that takes um takes Thor kill down. He, he gouges that bastard's eye out. He ta- he takes an eye from him, and that's when his men step in and pisses Thor kill off tremendously. Yeah, because Thor Thor kills like I, you know I lost fair and square. You know he's he's a man of honor. Yep. Um, yeah. Um. <clears throat> d- definitely a damn good fight. Um, yeah. And then a uh, so we, before things can escalate anymore, a a newly fucking you know fully fucking bearded hair on his chest, fucking big dick swinging Canute makes his way back. And I love the scene here where like he's just like standing up to Thorkill, and Thorkill like goes to punch him, and he doesn't even fucking flinch, dude. Like the hand just stops like right in front of his face. You know, classic anime scene, right? But at this point, Canute is like unflappable. And he gets Thorfinn to, or Thorkill to join him. Yeah, he Basically, he's become the prince that he's the, the the king he's meant to be. Yeah, like he he finally gets a voice for himself, stands up for himself, and uh, nope. you know he gets. Oh. All, and this was big here too. He gets all the uh, cool characters together. <laughs> he, exactly, he brings the party together, which of course I was kind of expecting something to happen here because this is where Askeladd like swears allegiance to Canute, but before he does that, he like hands a sword over and says, "Hey, I'm the one who had Ragnar killed." My life is yours to take if you want it. Otherwise, let me be your servant. Um, so, you know, that, that, piss, that pisses Canute off, but he definitely uh, lets uh, Askeladd come with him. Um, basically assigns him to take up the reins that Ragnar had. Pretty much, yeah. Basically makes it, which, which actually pays off, because we're coming down at this point, kind of the home stretch of the show here, and um, we, we have, I want to say they're where I don't think they haven't made they haven't made it to, no they have made it back to Gainsboro, um, because before there's an assassination tip on on attempt on Canute they actually meet with King Swain, um, and as soon as they walk into the chamber Thorfinn is like there's at least twenty men in hiding and I know there's people in the rafters with bows and arrows so they're a little worried that they're walking right into a trap but they they make it through thankfully because Ascalad once again Cody is just a fucking, just a cunning wordsmith and knows how to just just really get things done using the old, that old silver tongue of his. Yeah, and I, they, they go somewhere else after this also, right? Like, they, they take somewhere else, like, by boat. They go to, like, another area to meet up with the king again. Yeah, they're going to York, I believe. But, Cody, York, this is the episode that's what, that, here that's what it was. where we have that, uh, your favorite conversation about love. Oh, oh, with old drunk priest boy? With old drunk priest, yes. Which I love here after this. We actually see the old priest later on without a fucking beard, and they're like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah, still still putting down the drinks, but he, he's beard. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we have the most ridiculous scene of... I think I have. Let me go to our messages. I'm pretty sure I sent some of the things he said. I was, you sure did. It's like him talking... Religion, man, it's wacky. Because it's him talking to Canute, and I want—I can't remember if there's anybody else in, in the scene. Uh, I—I think I think Thorfinn is there with them because Thorfinn is still kind of like in charge of guarding him. Yeah, but he starts. God, what did he say? Let me find it. They're talking about like like what is true love and like a, what a Christian's oh. love and God's love, and it's like what the fuck are y'all talking about? Yeah, he was like, you know. uh... Ragnar, that he he didn't love you. He never loved you. That was uh, discrimination. And I was like, 
Dude, I, was, I think I, he loved him a little too much. Like he, yeah, he babied he, the boy. Yeah, he babied him. Like he loved him too much. Um, but that, regardless, that's not discrimination. And and uh, unless I'm, I don't know the definition of discrimination. Apparently, um, but and then <laughs> I can't remember what he said. Oh, oh, there's like a random dead guy. Like there's like a dead soldier in the yeah. snow, and he's like, yep. Ragnar didn't love you." That's real love, and he points to this dead body, and I'm like, "What?" And then he explains that like this person's dead body is gonna like feed the animals and the insects and return to the land, and I'm like, I don't "Stop! Think, you're I, drunk." I, I don't think the person wanted that, <laughs> but no, no, <laughs> my man is clearly drunk. But, but the worst part is like the prince. Is, then he like grabs like a scoop of snow, and he's like, "This snow, it's love." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> what the fuck are these guys talking? Like, who? <laughs> they, they were just. They had this too was much the weirdest wine. part of the show. Yeah, they yeah. just had too this much. This was the wine. weirdest part. Yeah, and apparently he was referring to like Christian love, according to Reddit. Yeah, um, yeah. Either way, um, it no, was wacky. No, actually, Chris, we, that actually had already happened. That was during the duel. Okay. That was yeah. That was like they're still over by Bjorn's body or Bjorn when oh. he was fucked up. Yeah. This is before, Which, by the way, because this is the, the okay. speech that inspired Canute to like, okay, I'm gonna be a, be man. a man now. Um, yes. Very interesting, yeah. but you know. <laughs> yeah. Really, really wacky stuff here. But of course, speaking of Bjorn, uh, he's been bedded up ever since this, and uh, Askeladd kind of says that he's probably not going to make it. Not really much he can do with a with a wound to the gut like that. Um, but. So we're, we're on their way to. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, they kind of keep him around until they get to York. Yeah. Um, which York is just like another. I don't really know. I don't yeah. know what the map is that we're looking at here. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the map in front of me here. But yeah, that's <laughs> where they're going to rally the troops, right? But what happens on as they're preparing to leave? There's actually an assassination attempt on Canute. Which he has cleverly pulled a Prince Amidala, Princess Amidala here, and has her has the stand-in, which actually ended up being a slave girl, um, which was about the closest resemblance to Canute. And uh, basically, the, this this slave posing as Canute takes a takes a bolt right to the chest. Um, and uh, Cody also in this episode, we get to see another old face. He's back again. Our man, old man Leif Erikson, is back, and. Uh, he actually runs into Thorfinn, and he is so fucking happy to see him because he hasn't yet. He, he thought he was dead. He hadn't seen him in eleven years. And we get a really cool reunion moment here, even though like Thor, he he realizes that Thorfinn is still like fucking because he's like come back with me to Iceland, dude. Like that, that's what you want. And he's just like no, no, not at all. I I got shit to do. I can't. You know. He, and he like, starts yelling at Leaf like you don't know shit about what I've been through. Like just this really like this heartfelt reunion really turns up, um, really just kind of turns old man Leaf on his ear. Yeah, because um, Thorfinn, yeah. Thorfinn's still just hell bent on revenge. Dude, that 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 is his entire identity at this point. He knows nothing else but but death at this point. Um, so yeah, and then while that's going on, um, we have Canute and them, uh, like at their. I guess headquarters, for lack of a better term, um, and Askeladd kind of brings up the fact that Gunner, who is Ragnar's brother, uh, yep. he's like he can't be trusted. I think he's a spy. Um, he basically 
Asklad assigns Thorfinn to tail him, and uh-huh. Asklad being the, the manipulative like genius that he is, they they like say enough stuff in front of Gunner to where they know he'll go relay that information, but it's not, you know, yep. it's not the full scoop on what they're what they're planning. Um, yeah, they're just they're just spreading here uh, rumors and innuendo and hearsay is what they're doing. Yeah, just to just to stir up, um, I guess the people of of the city and all this stuff. Um, yep, because I'll say because the rumor is basically them, uh, basically them doing the uh, basically saying that the king is trying to kill Canute. Um, and I can't remember if this happens first or after. Well, because after because Thorfinn's all fucking wound up after talking with Leaf, and he's ready to have that that duel again with Ascalad. Yeah, and so I think that's coming up here now. Yeah, towards the end of this episode, uh, and Ascalad's basically like, "Hey, there's one more appointment I I have to take care of first. And yep, uh, up and comes our boy Bjorn. <laughs> yep, he's hobbling. He is hanging on by a thread. So basically, this whole thing because we know Bjorn's not going to make it. Ascalad, Bjorn knows he's not going to make it. So this is really just a formality. He's basically getting ready to send his friend, his only friend, to uh, to Valhalla. Basically, one of the only the mo- the only loyal person to Bjorn uh, to oh, sorry to Ascalad has been Bjorn this entire time because he even said it himself in one of the episodes that you know he's, just, he's like I just thought you were worth following. Um, you know, yeah. which uh, I'm glad that they had like their last little final moment here because. Uh, obviously, when all the troops turned on Ascalad, he he said like he never, he, like he hated them all always, and I was like, mm-hmm. I, I I wasn't buying that. I was like, I know he's just saying that because they turned on him. Uh, but Bjorn, of yep. course, being the one that never, never strayed. Yep. Yeah, he yeah. gets he gets and cut then, down. Uh, yep, and then now he can have that duel with Thor, you know, with uh, with Thorfinn. And we get a really great moment here because this isn't because uh, Thorfinn is still hurt and beat up from his battle with Thorkill. Like his arm is broken. He's still like very weaky. He's been going like nonstop since this duel. Um, and even after the whole thing where he, um, you know, where he had to base, he basically, you know, Thorkill, oh, sorry, Thorfinn actually took out the assassin that had the crossbow that killed uh, the slave girl posing as Canute, um, which of course he got blamed for. He, uh, the people thought he was the one doing it. Um, but anyway, so he gets into this store, this this duel with Ascalad, which ends up not even being a real duel. He basically throws his weapon. Thorkill throws. Sorry, not Thorkill. Ascalad throws his weapon down and basically just fucking bare hands it, and he just proceeds to beat the shit out of Thorfinn again. Yeah. Cody again. He is he has had this kid's number his whole fucking life. And he just he doesn't once again he doesn't kill him. He just beats the shit out of him and basically just kind of leaves him there and he's unconscious. And that's when he kind of proceeded because and Thorkill is the witness, and even Knut's like, Well, after it's over, I'm just stopping it, and this is done for now. Um which that's what happens. It fights over. Um, it's a it's a handle ass whooping, and then Ascalad is just kind of like, kid, you've learned nothing this entire time. He's like, you're so easy to manipulate. You have, n- I've known, like I have known your intention since day one. It is, you know, there's, you just basically just starts berating Thorfinn because he's like, you have you not learned a goddamn thing since you've been with me. Um, 
He's like, you've gotten stronger. You've been, you know, you've, I, you've been a scout for me, but I have been manipulating you. All I had to do was promise you my head and I could, I could, I got you to do anything that I wanted. And he's like, and you never even learned anything from this. And that's when he goes to tell his backstory. So we actually get a really good chunk of backstory um, going in, in episode 22 about, um, about Ascalad's life as a child. Um, and, it's very similar to Thorfinn, except there's really no 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 parent killing per se, though it almost was. But Askeladd stepped in and basically fought with the um with whoever I forget the 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 king that he ended up crossing swords with there. Oh, his, his father Olaf or what? His... Oh yeah, Olaf. Yes, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Olaf was not his real father. His real father was named uh like it began with an A. It was just a, it was a long name because. We find out we find out who who um, who Ascalad actually is, but we actually get we. This is the episode where we know where he gets the name Ascalad, which I believe it means like covered in ash or a kid, ash covered child or something like that. Yeah, something um, like that because obviously he's like the son of the slave woman, so like. Yeah, you know, he they, just cleans horse shit and fireplaces all day. <laughs> but of course, when he stands up to Olaf, is when. Uh, life gets Olaf better. Olaf lets him come living. Yeah, you, yep. you can stay on the on, on the ranch with us or whatever. That's right. <laughs> and he befriends the older brothers. Basically, he plays the long game, and he's telling the story. He's like, "I waited two years for my my moment, making nice with everybody except for one of the brothers." And he basically killed fucking Olaf and his and his wife or whatever mistress he was with that night in their sleep. And they basically pinned it on one of the sons because he used uh, the son that he never got along with or the one that really didn't get the one that got along the least with his father basically pinned it on him. And that person, that kid got strung up by his fucking nards in the, uh, you know, on the manor. Yeah, he so, used that kid's sword or something. Yeah, I think it was that kid's sword to kill those two. Yeah. yeah. So basically, they, that's why he's trying to tell him. It's like you... you you never planned. You just, you kept attacking me head on and that's all you've ever done. You've just, you've never tried to play the long game. He's like, you just never learned anything. And that's really the last time that Thorfinn and Azkalad are together. Um, because, you know, we've got these rumors spreading the, King Swain has this meeting with all of the lords to give the, you know, basically schedules this kind of almost like this meeting, like this summit with all of the lords to, to give them rewards for everything. And we have this kind of big banquet here. Um, and I, what during all this, or they discover that Ascalad has this, this attachment to Wales. Um, and basically, King Swain's announcement is we're going to go subjugate Wales, which they see gets a response out of Askeladd. This is coming down kind of the home stretch here. Um, yeah, like he, so he, he, like they prom- realize he's he from pro- Wales. Yeah, which I think we knew is when he, he was talking with the dude with the bad haircut. He said he was, he yep. was Welsh and Danish, I believe is what he said. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, so it, 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 at this point, I'm I'm thinking the king's just trying to get under Ascalad, like trying to get a rise out of him. Um, which yeah, because well, ever since they met in that little throne room trap, he's like, I gotta be wary of this guy. Like he's he's too smart for his own good. Oh yeah, the tension in the room is fucking crazy at this point. Um, oh man, and uh, and even even um, and he tells because that's what because he actually tells Thorkill because they're sitting next to each other crushing fucking sausages and beer, and that's what he actually tells him that. 
because Thorkill asks, like, why, why do you care about whales so much? That's when he tells him that his, his, that's where his mom's grave is and things like that, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, and then I, I think it's after that when the king calls Askeladd up to, like, receive his reward. Oh, yes. For, oh, yes. For protecting Canute and, you know, all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Thorfinn is having a hell of a time. He's still bloodied and bashed from, his, from not only his ass-whooping or the fight with Thorkill, but just the ass-whooping he got from Askeladd. So he's, like, stumbling through the streets. Um, he ends up getting in a fight with three dudes that tried to pick a fight with him, and they fucking lock him in the clink. So while this is going on, Thorfinn's actually in the fucking clink, only to be visited by Leif. Yeah, which Leif, is where Leif basically, basically brings up, starts talking about Vinland and like it's this land, this lush land, and you know yada mm-hmm. yada yada. He wants this is what your dad would want us to find this land. He tells him also about the story of mm-hmm. like him surviving the and like the yep. ice and all that shit. Um, Mm-hmm. Which it seems like kind of inspires uh, Thorfinn a little bit. Um, but while you know, while all that's going on, of course, the king calls Askeladd yeah. forward, and oh boy! And this is where he basically basically says that you're going to lead the the subjugation of Wales. Um, and then as he you know, and of course Askeladd just you know, maybe flinches a minute, but then he basically gives Askeladd a choice. Uh, the king kind of whispers to him, "It's like." If you will, we'll spare whales. We'll give you whales if you, uh, you know, if you bring if you bring Canute's head to me. Like if you kill Canute, you can have whales. It's it's one or the other. You got to pick. Yeah, if you kill my own son, your homeland will be spared. Like Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like well, okay. Well, Cody, there was a there was an ongoing. I feel like there was a plan here the whole time. Like because he uh. He starts mouthing off to the king. Oh, yeah. And, they, you know, Chris, he's got a firm grip on his sword as well. Um, oh, he does. He does. And uh, basically, like, all the... all the Because I want to say also at this point, uh, Leif and Thorfinn are on a boat. Like, they are packing a boat to get ready to go. Um, but Thorfinn, he's got he's to find Astolat. He's got to finish this fucking... This thing he's hellbent on. So, so he disappears from Leif's sight. And um, then we go back into this room where Ascalad's still mouthing off. He basically points his sword at the king, uh, and I forget what he says. Basically, um, he, he tells it who he actually is, that he is heir to the king, uh, heir. He is basically the king of Britannia, and he says what his actual name is. Um, yeah, Lucius Artorius yeah. Pastus or something. Yeah, and that he's the, the true king of Britannia. And Cody, and of course, Thorkill's getting pissed because he's like, I want to kill Swain. Like, what's happening here? And uh, boy, Cody, very quickly, Askeladd just lobs Swain's head off. Yeah. <laughs> just right off his fucking shoulders. Yeah, just an awesome scene. Um, just because this oh, king was man. so fucking crooked and like shady and shit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and man, because even like fucking, even like, um, even fucking Canute's like kind of acting surprised, but he he, he kind of knows what's happening here. And Thorkill, uh, not Thorkill, but Askeladd's just laying waste. Like basically he's taking on the persona of just this rabid fucking dog. Just just he is like, you know, I'm gonna kill you all. Like come if you want the king, come fucking get the king. Um and of course the troops are coming through town and that's when 
that's when Thorfinn's like, what's going on? And he follows and sees what's happening inside that room, like through the window and sees that Ascalad is fucking once again, fucking surrounded by people trying to kill him. And Thorfinn ain't having that shit. So he tries to work his way into the front door. And um, basically, Knut's like, well, wait till he's finished. And then you go and kill Ascalad. And Thorkill's like, no. And like, yeah, he's like, it doesn't matter. Like, that's it. it it's not, he took my prey out from under me. Like, none of this matters. He's like, you created the mad. You're, you've created this mad dog. You, you go do it. And he just fucking sits down and starts crushing sausages again. Um, but while he's actually, and I, I, Cody, I wanted him to fucking kill Floki here. He's actually, uh, Ascalad is fighting with Floki here and he's got him down. And I really, really wanted him to kill him. But right before he's going to get that death blow on Floki, you hear he see he hears fucking Thorfinn like fighting his way through the crowd trying to get to him, and that distracts Ascalad long enough for Canute to actually fucking run him through. What a little shit, man! Oh, <laughs> fucking Canute, you sucker punching little bitch! Canute and Floki, I can't stand. I don't, I just wanted them both to just. Dude, I really needed Floki to die here. I really, really did. I hate, and, I hate everything uh, about Floki. I hate his. I hate. First of all, I hate the way he is and the way he looks. Like yep. he, he's just his stupid Wolverine, his dime store Wolverine haircut. It's bullshit. And he went to Spirit Halloween, and that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he he <laughs> animal mutant is his his, uh, his bootleg costume name. Yeah, like, <laughs> we have Wolverine at home. It's Floki. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Jesus Christ. But yeah, but, uh, Canute lands the blow, stabs through Ascalad's heart, and uh, he dies right there. But of course, fucking Thorfinn's like, no, no, you can't die here. I was supposed to kill you, and he's he's pissed. He is pissed, and he starts. He actually goes after fucking Canute there and gets gets a good cut on his face. Yeah. But he also of course, gets, all the guards. Yeah, he also mm-hmm. gets like his final moments with Ascalad. Um, mm-hmm. like, Rasklad basically just says, like, you need a... Your, your life yeah. is, like... I, I don't know. He kind of gives him some, like... You just need to fucking move on. Yeah, like, just move on with your life, kid. You're free That's now. Life like, you. Yeah, like, you're free now. Yeah. I'm gone. Go yeah. make something of yourself, basically. Yeah, exactly. Go, go fucking live your life. And, of course, Thorfinn has known really nothing but trying to kill this man for his since he was a kid since the events on that fucking boat with his dad he has wanted nothing else he has known nothing else but wanting to kill Ascalad. everything else has just been uh, just cons- inconsequential and that's when and after that that's when he fucking cuts canute and uh the guards like the guards are ready to fucking kill thorfinn but the canute's like no nah, don't don't do it yeah and then, but um and then we see like you see, like, who puts on the crown here, dude? Well, he puts on the crown and basically is like, I am now the king. Yeah, he takes command of the Vikings and, like, he's going to rule England, all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then we see, like, Thorfinn getting held back by the guards. And then we see, like, his dad's blade, like, fall out of his hands. And we see, like, the flashes of, like, this, this was a cool scene, like, the whole mm-hmm. show, basically. And I like how it's, like, on, like, the blade. I don't know how they. Yeah. That's Wit Studio just working their magic. Um, yeah, it was really, really awesome. It's like a your life flashes before your eyes type of scene, but it's all happening mm-hmm. on the actual blade of the sword, so it was, it was just really yep. cool scene. Um, yeah. Basically, like, it's just a nice, like, like, this is the end of that story. Like, 
that that blade he held on to his father's dagger to kill Ascalad, and now Ascalad's dead. Like he is fucking, he is dead as fried chicken on that floor in that room. Um, and that's kind of where it ends, Cody, because we get these flashes of like other. Which when I first saw it, I I thought this was basically Thor because, and of course, the internet saying that it's not, but like. I thought this was like Thorfinn growing up and just now he's got nothing left to do. So now fucking go to, go to Vinland. But I, I guess, but I know the manga is still going on. So maybe these are other characters that we're getting ready. Maybe this is the next saga we're getting ready to see or something. Yeah. So what I did whenever I saw that, cause I obviously just finished that last episode before we started the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I went ahead and I just went to Wikipedia and I went to like, you know, I'm on the list of Vinland Saga episodes. Uh, Just Mm because, like, if I would have Googled that, I probably would have been spoiled with a bunch of stuff. Um, But what it says is, it just says the episode ends with shots of several previously unseen characters in various locations, which is very open-ended, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm I'm fine with that. I don't know if if this is the end of Thorfinn's journey and we're going to go follow, you know, another character. I don't know what's next, but... These are characters. Which I'd be fine with. Yeah, these are definitely new characters. Maybe you know, who knows? Maybe we'll pick up right where we left off, and Canute, Thorfinn, and Thorkill will go, you know, fight these guys, yeah. or you know, who who knows what'll be next. Um, but I'm here yeah. for it. You know. Yeah, most definitely. Um, what a ride! I really, really enjoyed Vinland Saga, Cody. But now that we finished, you know, what we have of this show, Cody, it is time to put it on our rankings. So, with that being said. Where are you putting it? All right, Chris. It is going to be my new number nine spot. Um, it's going to be just below Demon Slayer. Um, mm-hmm. Number nine, my current spot is Promised Neverland. Solely, obviously, we know based on the first season. Um, but I, it, unfortunately, that second season, like you said before we started this thing, uh, it is like an anchor just weighing it down. Um, yeah. And so Promised Neverland is going to drop to my number ten spot, and then it's probably. It's not getting any higher, I don't think. I think it's just going to keep dropping the more good anime we watch. Um, yeah, Vinland- Which is unfortunate, because just because like the first season's so good, but like we, we look at things as a whole here, unfortunately. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where season two didn't pan out. You know, obviously there's tons of drama and you know mm-hmm. how rushed it was and all that stuff. I think, I think Promise Neverland is definitely the next show to get the Brotherhood treatment, whether that's five, ten years down the road. Um, well, I hope so. But of course, we're talking about Vinland Saga. So, uh, all in all, like like we said, the music, the animation, uh, every the voice acting is phenomenal. Um, I would never mm-hmm. watch this subbed. I think the dubbed is just too good. I wouldn't even bother I agree. looking at it. Even though I do have a gripe, but this is just solely at Netflix. Um, Netflix and their damn subtitles on dubs, they're just so inaccurate. And it just pisses yeah. me off. Um, but you know that. Besides the point, uh, Vinland Saga is just—I really don't have any like big gripes to say about it outside of the priest rambling about love. Um, yeah, the show, no, absolutely. The show is just super solid, um, and it's—it's it, yeah. it's easily in my top ten. Um, and I think it, I think it should stay there for a little while. I don't think there's. No, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think Brotherhood mm-hmm. will be in my top ten, and that's. Kind of like Clearly. A, a nice top ten, you know, Death Note, Bebop, Castlevania, My Hero, Helsing Ultimate, like, 
It's up there. Yeah, with these are all like desert <laughs> island animals. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, for now it'll be my number nine. Obviously, we have season two, uh, I believe, premiering mm-hmm. in January, right around the corner. Oh, nice. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, something to keep our eyes on, obviously. But yeah, it's gonna be my new number nine. Uh, what about you, Chris? Where are you put this? Well, I definitely enjoyed this, and it was a very pleasant surprise. You know, especially when it's something that I kind of watched on a whim. But I, and I like these kind of stories. This is actually like a top five for me, Cody. This actually knocks One Punch Man down a down a peg. Um, and it's going to be my new number five. Now, I, I think when we do our next like list alteration, Promise Neverland is probably going to scoot down further. But I don't want to. Uh, we'll, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. But right now, um, Vinland Saga is my new number five. It was just excellent from start to finish. Even when it was slow, it was slow for all the right reasons. Like they were building up to something. And when they, when we got to see those moments, like the, the, any of these moments they were building up to definitely delivered the characters uh, had nice growth throughout the show. Um, characters that I hated, I ended up liking, you know, specifically as like I was just, I wanted him to get his so bad and I really wanted Thorfinn to do it. But like, the character was just so smart and so manipulative. And he was just such a, he has been that same manipulative person that he was since that day. He made his way into Olaf's manner. Like that's who he's been. That is him. And I love, I love that kind of reveal of who he was. And it's just, these characters just really grew on me. I love, you know, Thorkill just being the, the fucking big, dumb Goku of the show. Like, I just want to fight, you know, I just, I like, I love, I love that trope, and I think Thorkill presented it in a very unique way. And I don't know, it was just a, I had a really good time with this. There wasn't an episode at all I didn't like from outro, from intro to outro. As we said before, the show was excellent. So it is now my new number five. Yeah, yeah, couldn't couldn't have put it better myself. I think honestly, you you touched you touched on Askeladd there, and I think that's mm-hmm. the only thing I'm worried about going into a new season is him mm-hmm. not being there. Um, I think he, yeah, he he was definitely the main like driving force yeah, of this season yeah, for he, sure. He definitely is the main driving force, and I I just hope these other characters, if we you know if we continue with this you know group of characters yeah. that we have, uh, mm-hmm. I hope they can kind of somebody can fill that role because that's a tough one, man. He he's probably like one of the best characters of the shows we've watched. Agreed. Like I I can I can say very easily I think he's one like top five characters that we. Yeah, um, I agree. Askeladd was a neat villain slash anti-hero slash character that no matter, even as much as you liked him, you were like, I just need Thorfinn to kill you at the end of this. Like, you were like, you've done, you've you've been the reason I've kept watching the show, and I can't wait to see when you finally job to Thorfinn, but when he beat the shit out of him that last time, we're like, this isn't going to happen. Like, I don't think Thorfinn's ever going to get the best of this guy. Like, that was that was my, like, thought when he, because he didn't just, he, like, fucking, like, Karate Kid 3'd him, kind of. He was just like, your shit's a <laughs> joke, dude. I own you, LaRusso. He was fucking, like, it was pretty great. Yeah, and, like, I was like, I'm like, well, this is episode 22. Like, I don't think he's winning this fight. Like. No. Dude not just at all. getting his ass beat multiple times. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I am excited for season two. Um, the only an, another thing that is a little worrisome is Wit Studio is mm-hmm. not doing the second season. It is Mappa Studio. Oh no, Mappa Studio. I've never heard of them. 
Yeah, I, I don't. never heard of them. What, what, what do they make? What, what have they made? What's, what do they get on their report card? Let me, uh, let me roll over here. Uh, let's see here. We got. And pardon my studio ignorance. I only know of like a few studios. Oh yeah, I, I'm the same way. Like I'll, I'll see them and I'll be like, oh, they did this. Um. Mm. Oh, maybe we'll be okay. Uh, okay. I, maybe we'll be okay. Um, what are their credentials? They've done the, they're doing all of the final seasons of Attack on Titan. Uh, they actually okay. have Chainsaw Man. Oh, okay. Uh, we're Jujutsu, good. Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, so we should be okay. Uh, Wit Studio. Oh, then we're good. Wit Studio also did the first three seasons of Attack on Titan. So when okay, I, I guess I, I I never realized that this was the studio that took over that as well. Um, mm. Very interesting. But there, but there was a panic, you know, because I think I think everybody kind of caught on to the panic when. Um, Seven Deadly Sins switch studios. It was like a yeah. It was like oh shit. Like is this gonna? That's never a good sign. Uh, anytime a studio changes studio or a, an anime changes studios, it's like, is, is it over Why? for us? Which like you know exactly. I, I think the same thing happened with Promise Neverland. Um, mm-hmm. it even happened with One Punch Man season two. Although me and you didn't have an issue with season two of One Punch Man. So yeah, I thought I saw One Punch Man season two look great. Which I, I mean it. it <sighs> I, I think I genuinely think that um, fucking Seven Deadly Sins is really the only. I feel like now they're just kind of the only outlier on the bad studio switch, you know? Yeah, it is not good. Obviously, you know, there's still plenty of anime for us to see and see studio switches and things like that. But um, mm-hmm. there's plenty for us to hate on. Yeah, like if Mappa did fucking the last couple seasons of Attack on Titan, I trust them with mm-hmm. my life. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Now, granted, Fair I, know, enough. I know there's a lot more that goes into it than just the than just the studio, but um, mm-hmm. still, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll put a pin in that, and we will find out uh, when the sh- when season two premieres in January. It looks like it's going to be another 24 episodes. So, obviously, once mm-hmm. that's out and fully released, we will. It, it'll get a Trip skip on that like a beast. Yeah, it'll get a skip the line pass, and we will uh, cover that. Wow, that's right. Um, but speaking Love of that. which, yeah, speaking of which, we are going to be covering uh, Jujutsu Kaisen film, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Oh, I'm hype about that, sir. Yeah, it's now available on Crunchyroll. I thought it was a prequel, um, but reading this like brief little synopsis, it seems like it's mm-hmm. kind of just another story. Um, so I'm, I, I, I told you before we started this thing, I think I'm going to do a, a season one kind of like recap, just kind of refresh my memory on who everybody is. Um, Same. I definitely need that myself. Because again, I'm still not sure where I'm at with this show yet. I see all the good side, but I don't know if it's for me yet. So maybe this movie will. Maybe this will be my my Mugen train, which I've been fond of saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope it is. Um, yeah, me I, too. I'm kind of the same way. I I, 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 it's good, but I don't see like you know, there's people calling it like new big three immediately. Like it's like oh. I, I don't see that yet. Like I genuinely, but I also, but I also am. am keeping my opinion very muted because I said the same fucking thing about Demon Slayer. And once I hit that moment, it was like, oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, and with, with a movie coming next week, Chris, that means we have another poll. Um, oh baby. So I know you have the high, most highest anticipated show on your side. So Absolutely. I'll, I'll let you go over, uh, your options on this poll. <laughs> So the two that I'm nominating, um, obviously we'll, we'll go ahead and get the uh, we'll go ahead and get the 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 sacrificial lamb out of the way. The uh, there isn't there's an X Men anime on Netflix, and it's actually really good. Um, 
So I think that's worth exploring. It's just a real quick, what, like 10 to 12 episodes. Really, really solid. Just a good, quick watch. Uh, one that we could knock out in one week. But, Cody, there is also another really quick watch called Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Maybe you fucking heard of it. Um, it is the best show I have watched in 2022. And we're coming down the home stretch. And I've watched a lot of TV this year. This is the best show I've watched all year. And it's fucking amazing. And I hope it wins. I, I I think it it's gonna win very clearly, uh, <laughs> but we, I'll still throw up some competition for it, or I'll try at least. Okay. Um, so for the one that I have not seen, uh, I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. Outlaw Star. Uh, it's been on classic our, been on, our, on our suggestion list for a long time. I've actually never seen Outlaw Star. It's really good. Um, and so you know, it's just a quick. I think it it would be a two week watch if we covered it. Um, mm-hmm. and then for the one that I have seen, um, I went with Elf and Lied. Uh, another mm-hmm. one of my favorites, another gory one. Uh, obviously, we got a ton nice. of like blood and Vinland it's Saga. It's October, baby. Yeah, and and, and it it kind of fits the horror theme. There, I mean, there is mm-hmm. there is a lot of gore. It is a yep. pretty gruesome one, but uh, that doesn't matter, Chris, because Cyberpunk's gonna win. All right, guys, that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I'm excited to check out Cyberpunk anyhow. So whatever wins, I'm 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 hyped for. I'm actually really excited. Not not. Not that it'll win, but that there's mm-hmm. a Netflix uh, X-Men anime. I'm... Yeah, it's it's really, really good. It's just a real fun watch. Yeah, and, you know, obviously there's the Tekken, the new Tekken, was it Bloodlines? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. That's another yeah, one. Oh, yeah, probably... that's another one. Yeah, that's another one that'll definitely be featured on a on a feature, a future poll, excuse me. Yeah, because that's only like eight episodes, which is another quick one. So that's what I'm liking. There's a lot of really quick one-shot fun animes on Netflix right now. Yeah, Netflix, honestly, oh. I, that's my... I've been going in, uh, outside of on Sundays for House of the Dragon. Like, I've been on Netflix, like, the last two months straight. Like, it was like... Same. Oh, new Cobra Kai. Oh, no, Dahmer. Mm-hmm. And then Dahmer, it just... They, they fucking set you right up. Have you finished Dahmer yet, Chris? I, don't know I sure have. have. Yeah, I like, sure have. You get like a uh, small spoiler, but you get like the small quip of like John Wayne Gacy, like one of his mm-hmm. killings, and then it's like the absolute layup <laughs> after you finish yeah. Dahmer. It's like the John Wayne Gacy tape. So I just like immediately That's watched right. all of those. Um, it's so wild to think that he that it's funny to think because I I remember when like the I have to go into the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. I remember when that was actually happening, like when that was like the news. I was young, but. I knew I knew they kept calling him a cannibal, and I was like, "Well, that's not good. That uh, people don't do that. People aren't supposed to do that." But I didn't realize that John Wayne Gacy was when while Jeffrey Dahmer was in jail. That's when John Wayne Gacy was put to death. So it's wild to think that that guy I was alive when he was still alive. You know what I mean? That's weird to think about. Yeah, because wasn't it like was it was it the president? Like nine ninety one, I believe, is when he uh, when they put him to death, or maybe maybe I'm getting yeah. my dates mixed I, up. I believe it was John Wayne Gacy was getting put to death the, by lethal injection when Jeffrey Dahmer was getting baptized, and I think like yes, Reagan got shot that day too, or something. It was like so, three mm-hmm. things like crazy that happened mm-hmm. all in one day. I can't remember if that was when Reagan got shot or it was some. Uh, Ra- Reagan was shot like in the eighties. Maybe that was, maybe the day he died was also the day. Maybe the day John Wayne gave. But either way, I was alive for all of that. No, no, you know what it was. They 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 mentioned the Reagan shooting in the John Wayne Gacy. Oh, course. that's why I have that on my mind. But there was a third thing that was happening during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, it's just wild. Uh, and and those two just back to back, just absolute layups. Cobra Kai season five, just the campy mm-hmm. drama. We love it all. But um, right. it's like it's like TNT. We know drama, but better. <laughs> exactly. Um, but of course, we're shifting gears. We're going to Crunchyroll, and we're watching the Jujutsu right. Kaisen Zero film. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, and if you guys want to vote on this poll, once again, our options are Cyberpunk, Edge Runner, X Men anime on Netflix, Elfin Lied, and mm-hmm. Outlaw Star. You guys can go to our Twitter at Shonen and Suds and vote on our poll and decide what we watch next. And we will reveal the winner next week. Mm-hmm. And Chris, my, my beer can is we are empty. Um, and oh, I, I am bone dry over here. So we know what that means. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're going to get ready and watch some Thursday night football. We got the Colts taking oh. on the Denver Broncos. Nobody's going to oh, watch the Broncos that. of Denver. And no, no one's watching this game, um, but you know, might turn yeah. it on for some background noise. <laughs> that's all it is. That's all it is. It's background noise. But that's all I got. Uh, I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And as always, thank you for listening.